0: Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome you into a fresh week here at the Locked on Stars podcast. Happy Monday to all of you out there listening and tuning in. I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent at NHL.com. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Kenneth Nash, who is, for the first time while recording a Locked on Stars podcast, back in the Lone Star State with me. And that is just, that, does, that deserves to be celebrated, Kenneth. That really does.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're still like... 45 minutes an hour or something like that away Gosh, from each other don't remind but, me but <laughs> but uh but yeah it's uh it's good to be back i'll be back what, what am i leaving I'll, I'll be here through thursday right and then uh don't, don't ask me i don't interview. know but well you i expect you to know these things i right. know so yeah i, yeah, I, I keep day.
0: up with your day-to-day planner but it's the little things. We're in the same state now. We're making progress um, on our goals of becoming, you know, an internationally acclaimed podcast and doing this for a living. Um, but until then... <laughs>
1: international, international, international.
0: Well, we kind of are, honestly. We already have some fans in That's Sweden and Australia. A, I don't know about acclaimed. Yeah. International, in Finland. but maybe not acclaimed. Yeah, okay, fair point. But regardless, until we reach that pinnacle... It's nice to have you back here, Kenneth. It's nice to be in Texas. Maybe we can get an in-person podcast going. Who knows? Um, but potentially. Potentially. potentially, potentially, potentially,
1: it's in the cards. Potentially, just, just
0: leave. we're putting it on the table. Not that they would really change anything for the listeners, um, our faithful listeners. But besides that, no, no worries. We've got plenty to talk about today regarding the Dallas Stars, specifically with some off-ice stuff, Kenneth. Not not so much about players or coaching staff on ice, but we got to talk about some off-ice. Things that have uh, occurred and have built up over the weekend, over the past couple days. We'll get to that. We'll talk about, uh, There, there is also a fair bit of news regarding Dallas Stars, whether it's former players, current players, the prospect uh, pipeline, a little bit of everything there. So lots to talk about in today's episode. And Kenneth, I'm glad you brought the uh, nice, cool weather with you from Mississippi because... I didn't want it to be this cold. Oh, I'm digging this weather. I can't wait. Tomorrow it's supposed to be even colder, and I can't wait for that. But regardless, regardless, (laughs) I'm I'm excited. It's a nice gloomy day outside, but it's not going to change my smile and change my energy and attitude towards this Monday podcast, because you, the listener, deserve our very best. And that's what we're going to give. So, Kenneth, let's start this episode off by talking about all the... All the hype and all the uh, rumblings in the Dallas Stars world right now are centered around uh, a couple of different teases that the Dallas Stars social accounts have been posting and have been alluding to over the past few days. I believe it started on Friday, and every day something new has come up. On Friday, they changed their profile picture uh, on Twitter and on Facebook and on, I believe on Instagram as well to just... the. The numbers, one, 10.28.20, obviously in reference to October 28th, 2020, which is just two days away at this point. On Saturday, they changed their header on Twitter to the Dallas Skyline with that same 10.28.20 font in the background. And then yesterday, on Sunday, we got a video of the Dallas Skyline being outlined by a kind of like a green, what would you call it, Kenneth? It was almost like a green flame of sorts. That, lights, so, yeah, lights. It was it almost kind of looked like um, a flame. Yeah. That, that out that made an outline of the Dallas skyline. Quick, like 10-second video, and then today they tweeted out. To at that point, Kenneth, a lot of people were wondering. Okay, is it a jersey? Maybe Rick Bonus signed a lifetime deal. Who knows? Um,
1: <laughs> lifetime. Yeah. He give it, him and Anton. Him Udoban and Anton are here contract. for the rest
0: of their careers. But regardless, <laughs> it, it was kind of up in the air. But on Monday, got a lot of clarity and it is a jersey. We know it's going to be a jersey. We know on October 28th yep. the Stars are going to reveal a new jersey. The pictures we got, if you haven't seen them yet on on Twitter or on social media or Instagram or Facebook, we got a picture of the collar and a picture of the shoulder, Kenneth, and they're both black, all black. And so that 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 lose that obviously strikes a positive chord in a lot of Stars fans minds that have been begging and pleading for a black alternate jersey over the past few including Kenneth that have been begging for that black I'll go back to black. And so Kenneth, initial thoughts on what we've seen so far. It's been a fun past couple days kind of thinking about what this jersey could end up looking like.
1: Yeah, it was uh first of all, it was it was funny to watch the reaction. When they changed the bio, I know you noticed, and you said something to me, and we talked about talking about it, but not a whole lot of people, I think. Noticed oh, you're right. The, the, the bio, bio was first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bio was first, then the, and then I, the I think that pic. Was, what was that? Was that on? That was Friday. Was that on Saturday? Friday was the Friday, bio. Friday? Then Friday? Saturday okay. was
0: header and profile pic. Yeah.
1: yeah. So on Friday when they did the, the 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 bio, I don't think a whole lot of people noticed, which was fair because there wasn't a whole whole lot of reason to actually go to the Dallas Stars right. page, and even then you know you're not actually looking in the bio um and then obviously they when, they when they switched the the header and the profile photo okay it's like okay something's coming that's when people took notice of the of the bio and everything like that and so then everybody was like are, you know are they announcing bonus you know, yeah a lot of people were like you know I, I really liked rick bonus i don't know that he needs this much fanfare <laughs> why didn't garyanov so, uh, get this
0: much fanfare he just got a yeah. press release <laughs>
1: uh and uh so you know there was some questions at that and then there were some people who were throwing around the potential of a new jersey um on saturday and, and that was kind of inkling in and then it quickly became motorist 2.0 oh, oh jerseys gosh. returning the number of <laughs> um, concepts which would have been
0: with a motorist oh. would be an
1: epic epic like troll job it slash would. they'd probably sell a ton of them if you're adidas in the stars would not because people would want to buy them in all yeah just for the comical factor yeah um and then uh then obviously we got the we got the pictures we got today which do indicate it's going to be you would think that indicates a black jersey um you know when they do jersey reveals in any sport they kind of start with like you know they start with logos and small little areas on the jersey to not give away the full thing but the fact that both pictures were black does give you the idea that maybe this is going to be a uh a predominantly black jersey um, it'll be interesting to see what route they go. You know, you've seen back and forth. We've seen people. You know, we've seen a lot of concepts that have been floating out now since since this has kind of yeah. t- gained steam. Um, most of them are, are, are predominantly black and green. We've seen those some that are black though, and obviously, you know, those are those are all just ideas more than anything from 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 designers and everything like that. Um, but if it is a black jersey, you know, I've been on this train for. Gosh, Josh! Probably since freshman year of college. Oh, I know when I you have. Really got yeah, into yeah. to follow in the stars. I I I thought they needed a black jersey or an all black look alternate. I just think they look it looks sharp, and I think it looks good with green. Um, and so I thought I thought they could really make something look good. You know, it'll be interesting to see what the what the it'll be interesting to see what the the green looks like because the uh, the greens that we've seen attached to their pictures and everything has not been victory green. Right. It's been kind of a brighter color yeah, almost like neon. um and and yeah. yeah and then we've seen some people thrown out you know the, this obviously we saw the skyline picture people are wondering if it's a skyline jersey right like the Mavs. Um which the yeah we, yeah we saw the Mavs do a couple of years ago um so that you know everybody's kind of guessing and getting their two cents and i think the only concrete thing we have is we it, i say concrete it looks like it will be a predominantly black jersey which would make sense um but as far as designs or anything it's still very very much up in the air but it's exciting um to, to get that third jersey in the door. It feels like it's been a, a couple of years coming.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And of course it, there's been a lot of changes for the stars jersey in general over the past seven or eight years. They obviously had the full logo and rebrand and color scheme overhaul back in the twenty thirteen offseason, changing over to Victory Green officially, Kenneth and the new Dallas Stars logo as well that they've had for the past seven or eight years now. And so it it's it like you said, it's been kind of a long it seems like it's been a little while coming. And you've obviously got the uh, you've obviously got a number of other teams, Kenneth. Have already released their third jerseys over the past few months. You obviously saw the Vegas Golden Knights release their all gold jerseys, which Kenneth, eh, 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 I just <laughs> meh, They are uh,
1: eh. they look they look like pajamas.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I you know like if you made them like silk or like yeah like. The, yeah. yeah,
1: they're like high-end pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but
0: regardless, it, well, this isn't a Vegas podcast. Um, still an interesting take. <laughs> we'll get Danny. We'll, we'll, we'll go call talk Danny. to Danny. Uh, Danny, what's that. your thoughts on these uh, on these golden monstrosities? Um, but no, 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 no.
1: Golden Knights without the K, but um, there you go,
0: but um, exactly. Good. Kenneth, that came on a Monday? I'm so proud of you. That was really good. Um, but regardless. A couple teams have already released their uh, retro jerseys. Obviously, the Senators had their logo rebrand recently. The Flames are going on their reverse retro. And that's a whole other topic that we got to talk about, Ken, the reverse retro as well. But we got a lot more jersey talk coming up right around the corner when Locked on Stars podcast continues in a moment.
1: Before we step away, we've talked about the best tasting protein bar ever, and that is built bar and they are new and improved with those six new flavors caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisp It's on top of the 12 originals, including peanut butter, mint brownie, double chocolate, coconut, peanut butter brownie, and our favorite here at the Locked On Stars podcast, banana bread. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. They're great if you're a health conscious guy looking to lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a delicious treat. These bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Let's look at the coconut almond bar 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar. Five grams of net carbs remember that's for a bar covered in a hundred percent chocolate right now our listeners can go to builtbar.com use promo code locked on and get 20 percent off your next order that's promo code locked on for 20 percent off at builtbar.com
0: and we're back here at the locked on stars podcast wishing you all a happy and healthy monday good start to the week hopefully for all of you and kenneth we're talking jerseys and i wanted to ask uh what would it take for us to, on Wednesday, um, which when the reveal happens on Wednesday morning, uh, what would it take for us to get the rights to the uh, Back in Black song by ACDC? Would it take a lot?
1: Probably more money than you and I have.
0: <laughs> I, think, I, I was I was hoping you wouldn't say that, but at the same time, I was kind of expecting it. But regardless, we're talking Dallas Stars' third jerseys, uh, the tease that's been going on since Friday morning. That the stars' social accounts have been uh, deploying, Kenneth, and it's a, it's been a good one so far, Kenneth. Usually, it, I think, especially with sport social nowadays, it's nice to have these teases to let people know it's coming instead of just sort of throwing it out there one morning, just catching people off guard. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like Christmas. Yeah. It's almost like you know you're 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 building up to the big day. You're you you know. Sending your when you're a kid, you're sending your list to Santa. You know the day's coming. You're you know it's getting closer, and so everybody has their calendar now marked 10 28. Something big is coming, and as we know, it's going to be a Stars third jersey. At the moment, I think if my math is right, Kenneth, 20 of the 31 NHL teams have a third jersey. So over two thirds of the league, or basically two thirds of the league at this point, have a third jersey. Stars third jersey is coming right around the corner, and as we mentioned. It seems to like it's going to be primarily black, Kenneth. And I, I have, I have confirmed that it's not. Some people were rumored and worried that it might be replacing, like a new jersey replacing, like the victory green. That's yeah, not yeah. it. Don't worry. The victory green and the white are still going to be the primary home and away jerseys for the stars because you, you don't, Kenneth. Unless the jerseys are absolutely terrible and sales are tanking, you don't change your jersey every seven years. Um, unless you're the Oregon Ducks, of course. But Other than that, um, you don't change your jersey. And, of course, the victory green is very unique, Kenneth. It's, It's no other team. There's no other team like it in the NHL. You have that really nice, bright green color that has become synonymous with the Dallas Stars. And the only other green that you really have to work with, Kenneth, is the, you know, forest green that the Minnesota Wild use, but besides that, there's not a whole lot of green in the league. So it, it helps the stars stand out, helps them stand apart, but this black jersey should be a nice compliment. And I remember, Kenneth, I actually was at the logo and jersey reveal in 2013, in May or June of 2013, when they first came out, Tom Gallardi was there, you know, Jamie Benn and Mike Madonna modeled the jerseys, uh, and, and they, they all talked about right before the reveal, they were talking about needing a change because it was, you know, the motto back then was a new star rising. And so they knew they mm-hmm. needed a change. And I remember Tom Gallardi mentioning that he thought they needed a new home Jersey because, and I, I believe this is just paraphrasing, but his quote was something along the lines of, he didn't believe that black was a color because hey, it's just, you know, black and white are the simplest colors you can have. So kind of building on that and getting something a little more lively in the rotation. But at the same time, when you think back on it, black is pretty much ingrained in this franchise, Kenneth, over the past 27 years. You know, you think back to the 90s when they had the black and white jerseys, then from I think it was 06 to 2013, they had the black and white jerseys. So black has always been a prime core concept in Dallas Stars jersey lore.
1: Yeah, and I definitely agree with him from the standpoint of of, of making sure that the, the, the brand is green because um, yeah. I think that's that, like you said, that's what makes kind of the stars unique is the fact that they have green as a primary color. You know, there's really not another their team besides green, the Wild, their own I guess. Shade of green. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it 100 percent makes sense to do that, um, and and so I get that, and and I I love black jerseys. Yeah. I don't love black as a primary color. Right. Really, the only. You know, you look at you look at the teams that that have black as a primary color, and they're stalwarts of, of their leagues, right? The Raiders, the Yankees, yeah. you know those those kind of teams. And so, um, it, it makes sense that the Stars wanted to kind of ha- set their own course. You bring in Victory Green, um, and and you and and I think part of the reason you didn't get a third jersey pre this is because when you're rebranding, you don't want to just dump something out that's going to maybe overshadow the rebrand, exactly. right? um and so if you're rebranding with this victory green, you got a victory green sweater, you don't want to you don't want to come out and say, "Oh, immediately we're going to drop a black one that looks kind of like what we've had in the right. past." And then now we've just completely undermined our own, you know, kind of rebrand. So, makes sense that that was kind of the way they did it. And so you take some time let the victory green become synonymous. I think it is. I think more people when they think of the Stars now think of this this current iteration of Dallas rather than, you know, past greens or, you know, the the green and the gold or anything right. like that. Um, and so now's a good time. You, you just had the Winter Classic jerseys, which were unique. The Adidas and the Stars hit uh, it out of the park with yeah. with the the, home, uh, the the Winter Classic jerseys. So that I think there's a little bit of excitement. Uh, there's an excitement around the team. There's excitement around the team's jerseys. So it's a good time, I think, to get one in there. We felt like this was going to come eventually yeah. um, because the, it was slowly the the league was adding more and more teams to the third jersey list. Uh, we're to the point now where it was it was two thirds of the league. So you felt like it was going to come eventually, um, and 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 this seems like a good time. A lot of hype around the team. The the original, you know, the the victory green and and the, and the white sweaters have, have been kind of ingrained, you know, in terms of in, in terms of uh, a financial standpoint. You know, you've you, most of your fans that are going to buy jerseys have a victory green or a white or multiple already, <clears throat> and so and then you look at the Winter Classic and that was I mean those sold. Amazing. So yeah. there's, there's a desire to buy new sweaters among fans, yep. but it's, you know, it's hard to, to get people to keep buying the same style of jersey, even if it's different players, the same style of jersey over and over and over again. So the black kind of – it's just something new. A little taste of something new. Um, it'll be interesting to see when and how they wear them, obviously. You know, there's always you, there's always the mix. The teams try to find that balance between having them on display but not burning them out so right. quickly. You saw it with the Rangers this yep. year. And obviously different circumstances of the shortened season. But the Rangers with their powder blues this year, you know, they, they limited it to, uh, to certain yep. days. Yeah, Sunday Sunday day games. Yeah. Um, or Sunday games in general, so it makes sense. I I think the stars will probably have something like that. We don't know what it'll look like, but it'll it, it's going to be fun. I think to to see them, and and I'm excited to see what they look like. And be based off the Winter Classic, uh, you know that we, we've seen that the, they at least are they've got good ideas flowing. So I'm excited to see what they do this time around. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And Adidas, obviously, when you think back, Adidas when they took over in the summer of 2017, Kenneth, and starting in the 2017-18 season, you knew that there was there was room to grow. There was room to expand. There was room for every team to start adding some more to their kind of their wardrobe, adding some more jerseys, adding some more looks. And so this will certainly give the stars another unique look. Cause you know, I I would argue that the stars already own one of the most unique looks in the NHL. As we said, they're the only team, really the only team with green, a primary green, obviously the, the is it Kelly is Kelly Green like the the forest green or is that is it actually called forest green I'm I'm trying to remember oh, there
1: is for there is forest green because
0: that that's what that's what we have with the Kelly Green is more of a lime I'm sorry yeah uh, forest yeah. green is the wild but you know the stars you you think about it can so many teams in the NHL are royal blue or they're red or they're you know just a mixture maybe a yellow here and there but this this. This look should give the stars just another, another tool to access, another way to make themselves stand out in the league. And like you said, maybe maybe it's going to happen on a maybe it'll only be a Friday game nights or you know Saturday. You would think they're going to wear them when when the building will be most full. Of course, once the pandemic yeah once probably, the pandemic probably, is yeah. is is ending or, or slowly slowing down and the buildings can be even remotely full, but. At the moment, it'll be fun to see what maybe the front, you know, Kenneth is, is the chest, is the chest logo going to be a, one of their secondary logos? Is it going to be the main logo? How many stripes will be there? Will there be any shoulder pads? Didn't really look like there were any shoulder pads on that jersey, but there certainly could be. You never yeah. know. So it, there's a lot of good stuff going on with the Stars jersey reveal right now. We cannot wait until Wednesday morning to see it drop and can't wait to see just how the stars are going to look next year on certain nights, Kenneth. It'll be it'll be fun to see this this uh, a different take on the Dallas on an already unique uh, jersey combo that is the Dallas Stars. So plenty more to talk about on jerseys. We'll get to that later on in the week, as well as the reverse retro theme, Kenneth, coming for the by adidas for all 31 teams we'll talk about that later on but coming Mm -hmm. up next on the locked on stars podcast we have to talk about a couple of news uh, tidbits that have come up over the past weekend kent we'll get to those right around the corner when the locked on stars podcast continues in a moment stick with us and we are back here at the locked on stars podcast Kenneth, i was thinking about this in the in the most recent break Instead of just acquiring the rights to Back in Black, would you be okay? Would you be opposed to just singing it for us?
1: Me yes. singing it, yes. yeah, I would be. I would be opposed, Why? opposed to that. Opposed yeah, that
0: to would that. be that would really it's that would amazing. really help our podcast stand out, like 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 the Stars Third Jerseys, stand out among the rest. If you would, you know, flex the golden pipes for us. But it, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Thanks, if you though. don't, that's okay. All right, never mind then. Moving on, um, we have to talk about a couple of couple of uh, news hits, Kenneth, that have come down the pipeline over the past three or four days that have some sort of relation to the Dallas Stars. Um, If you did not already see, I think it was Sean Shapiro that first reported it. And then, I'm not sure if Sean was the first one to report it or not, but it was reported early on, I think on Friday, and then the Stars confirmed it on Uh, what's today, Ken, the 26th? Yes, the Stars confirmed on Saturday morning that they'd signed Landon Bowe to a one-year two-way contract. So if that name rings a bell, Landon Bowe, the Texas Stars goaltender, he's played a couple games in the NHL for the Stars back in the 18-19 season. Uh, And, Ken, that, that just only helps further round out the goal-tending, uh, the goaltending depth chart, if you will. Uh, obviously, Bo has NHL experience. He's been in the organization for a couple years now. And to top it all off, the Stars needed a second goaltender. Uh, or, I'm sorry, they, they need... Not necessarily needed a second goaltender, but it's nice to have that healthy competition down in the AHL. And of course, as we said, Bo's been here for a while. He actually tested the free agent market, didn't find anything. So he came back, signed a one-year two-way deal with the Stars. So now you have Jake Ottinger, Colton Point, and Landon Bo, who will all be battling for time. Jim Neal said that he expects you know, Jake Ottinger to really take the primary role in Texas. But now you have three goalies to choose from. If there is an AHL season and if it's even you know condensed to a certain degree,
1: yeah, it's uh, bringing him back makes some sense and and yeah, I, I think as of right now, Jake Gotinger is obviously going to I think be your number one in, in at the tech, with the Texas Stars in the AHL, and then you would guess that. Uh, you would guess that potentially Colton Point will be would be the number two, um, but bringing in Bo makes some sense, like you said, for for competition's sake first and foremost. He's you know you, you get him in that mix. He's a little bit older than uh, than Ottinger, but can, so he can you know can provide a little bit of competition. Um, and the other reason is you look at your NHL roster, and it's 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 two older goaltenders. One in Ben Bishop with a with a history of injury issues. So there's going to be some times that he's going to miss some time, whether it's for maintenance or injuries or whatever it may be. Same with Anton Udobin. So you look at you look at Jake Ottinger. Probably is going to spend a couple of at least a couple of nights up in the the NHL filling in for for an injured Ben Bishop or Anton Dobin or whatever it may be. Which then means you need a second goalie down in the AHL um, to to go alongside Colton Point. So bringing back Landed Bow makes sense. He's familiar with the franchise. Familiar with uh, the Texas Stars as a team. Uh, and in on that deal, you know, it's not, it's nothing exorbitant. Um, it's it's a depth move, but you know, you can never have too much. And I think the stars. When you look at the five goalies that are in around their NHL team, I think they've got a talented group. You got two yeah. of the best goalies in the NHL. One of the better young goalie prospects out there. And then you got Colton Point and Landon Bow, who uh, I think are talented and, and, and can continue to develop over the next couple of years. Yeah,
0: and on a one-year deal, $700,000, uh, certainly a good deal for the Stars organization and for the Texas Stars. And Kenneth, also, you know who has the best save percentage in the NHL over the past two seasons combined? Who? Landon Bowe. A 9.47 save percentage in two games it, played. Almost one full game, 58 minutes, 15 seconds. He has a 9.47. He's only given up one goal on 19 shots, Kenneth. Those are elite numbers. Just saying. Just wanted to lay that out there.
1: That is elite. Yes. I was very Just wanted confused. to just lay that out there. And I think
0: I, if if memory serves correctly, Kenneth, his two games were against uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins in an absolute blowout game. I uh, it, right before Thanksgiving, I want to say, maybe in 2018. And then I think his other game was against the Tampa Bay Lightning in uh, February, I think, of 2019. It was that 6 nothing just blowout, all out of salt. And he only gave up—he he stopped 14 against the Penguins, and he only uh, gave up one on five shots against the Lightning. So, regardless, good signing to the Stars, good depth signing. Another bit of news, Kenneth. We also have no new updates on Rope hints. Uh, his contract status yet, or Rick Bonus's contract status. The reports last week obviously, Pierre Lebrun from The Athletic and TSN said that the Stars and Rick Bonus are putting the finishing touches on a multi year deal to be the head coach of the team. And also, the Stars re signed Dindis Gryanov on Thursday, got his contract negotiations out of the way, a two year bridge deal worth $2.5 AAV. And now there's Rope Hinskin. Seems to be the last, as we talked about on Thursday and Friday, seems to be the last bit. On the or last checkbox on the Stars to-do list this offseason to wrap up, to have their lineup ready for next year. Not really, Don't really have to make any more moves, but as Jim Neal said, he'll keep an eye on the trade market. If there's something out there that makes sense, he might take a swing at it. You never know with Jim Neal, but certainly the Stars are inching closer to a completed offseason once Rope Henson and Rick Bonas are locked up. And finally, Kenneth, longtime Dallas star Trevor Daly, announced his retirement on Monday, I guess, Monday morning or Monday afternoon, just uh, quite recently prior to us recording this podcast. Longtime Dallas star, Kenneth Trevor Daly, who was most recently with the Detroit Red Wings. He won the cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins back in 2016 and 2017, and now is calling it a career, Kenneth, and is actually moving back to Pittsburgh from Detroit and joining the Pittsburgh Hockey Ops staff as a hockey operations advisor. So two-time Stanley Cup winner, Kenneth Butt, has roots, as as many roots as you could have with the Dallas Stars organization. Homegrown prospect, drafted in 2002, spent 13 seasons with the Stars, or I guess 12 seasons without the lockout, um, before being traded in that mega trade, that blockbuster trade, for steven johns and patrick sharp in july 2015 so congrats hat tip to trevor daly
1: yeah it's always good to see guys uh be able to stay in the game and, and obviously trevor daly was around uh, around the league for a long time he's he's seen it all done it all and uh so to see him get to stick and, and work on his uh his front office game is going to be interesting and going to be fun to watch but congratulations to him um you know he was uh he was a big he was a Big piece he for really the Dallas was. Stars yep. team for a very long time. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's easy to kind of not think about it because we're in this completely feels like new oh, era yeah. of Dallas Stars hockey over the past few years. But Trevor Daly was I mean, he was a stalwart in that lineup night in, night out. Um, and, and so but it, but but all of that aside, it, it's good to see him. Uh, staying in the game and, and, you know, wish him success in uh, in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, so 11, actually 11 seasons with the Stars, because obviously he didn't start his NHL career till the next year, 2003-2004. 756 games played, 231 points, including 67 goals, and a plus 6 rating. Like you said, Kent, he was a he was a valuable piece for that Dallas Stars team. Not always the most known and the most talked about piece on the team and on the blue line, because of course he was playing in the heyday, or not really the heyday, but the 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 final days, and still some really good years with Mike Madonna, with Yuri Letunov, with Marty Turco. Yes, I know, I know. Kenneth's giving me the signal if it's time to wrap this up, because we could talk about Trevor <laughs> Daly. We could talk about Trevor Daly all day. But like you said, Kenneth, another <laughs> another good point is this seems like an entirely new era. You know, Daly was mm-hmm. traded. A little over five years ago for Sharp and Johns, and now it, this is our homework, Ken. This is our homework for the next episode or for a future episode. I want to figure out, go across every each of the thirty-one teams and see how many players have been on that team since twenty thirteen. Because for the Stars, there are only two players remaining from that thirteen fourteen squad: is Jamie Venable yeah. and Tyler Sagan. I want to see that. That'll be that'll be an interesting uh, interesting research topic, Ken. So. We'll have to dig into that and see just how how much overhaul and how much uh, change has happened in each of the 31 franchises over the past few years. But other than that, that's about all we've got for this Monday episode. Once again, we're going to thank you all for joining us, for tuning in and continuing to support us. Kenneth, any final thoughts for us before we close up?
1: Uh, as always, make sure to... Uh, follow us on Twitter at LockedOnStars, at Kenneth underscore Nash19, and at Josh underscore Clark02, and hit subscribe if you haven't so we show up in your feed every day.
0: Wow, that was even faster than usual. Good for you. You must have yep. somewhere to be. It's Texas. There's there's so many <laughs> places to be. Um, but other than that, happy Monday, everybody. Hope you're all doing well and you all continue to stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You're locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars.